25 years on the PGA Tour and a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Jay Delsing brings you his perspective on one of the world's greatest games as a professional golfer and network broadcaster. It's the game that connects the pros and the average Joes. Brought to you by Whitmore Country Club. Golf with Jay Delsing is now on 101 ESPN. Good morning. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay Delsing. With me is my buddy, longtime friend, Caddy, John Perlis. Perly, good morning. Good morning, Jay. Glad to be here. Well, we formatted the show just like a round of golf. The opening segment we call the On the Range segment. It's brought to you by Golf Discount. Golf Discount is where St. Louis shouts for all of its golf needs. Pearl, let's get our social media fix out of the way because we both love social media so much. I know you're taking constantly taking pictures of your food and telling everybody what you're doing. So our um, <laughs> our, our Twitter handle is at Jay Delsing. Uh, Facebook is Golf with Jay Delsing and Jay Delsing Golf. LinkedIn is uh, just Jay Delsing. And wow, it's a lot of Jay Delsings at the beginning of the show. And our Instagram account is okay. Let's go. Instagram. You have an Instagram account, right? I don't. Me? You? you got an Instagram account? I've never had an Instagram account. Okay. Well, good. I All heard right. it. I heard it's in though. I heard right. It's, very it's in. popular. Okay. That's probably it's, why it's we lit. Don't do it. Uh, that's what the kids say. It's lit. It's, it's lit. It's yeah. lit in here. Well, you got to be woke to even be able to have an Instagram account. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, so Pearly, you're here today. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Fantastic. Me. Was it weird to see Pearly walk in the building? I, like, oh, I, didn't, I didn't recognize him at I first. I know. Yeah. I mean, like, wow. oh, that's pretty awesome. So, you guys still try to carry on a show without me? We're trying, but it's not working very yeah, well. I, I would we guess it would. I, I would we guess it would. Um, I get, I get why I'm getting the pushback because it's just tough to uh, continue on. Right, it is. So welcome back, man, and we feel great about having you. So let's uh, let's talk about this. We got a, a lot of neat stuff to cover on the show. Um, Solheim Cup didn't go our way this year. Uh, we had Julie on. We talked about it. We got to we got to cover it a little bit. Some mm-hmm. really interesting stuff uh, happened in there. We got a, a new edition of Whack and Chase. On uh, the Mike Duffy 19th hole, um, got an update from Phil Franks, our buddy that's uh, in the race car business and helping to end uh, uh, Alzheimer's. Uh, really neat stuff from Phil. And um, we talked uh, a little bit about a couple weeks ago about the, the young studs that are playing the tour, the young guys. We got uh, Matthew Wolf, we got uh, Colin Morikawa uh, and Victor Hovland, and we may have overlooked this young man from Chile, Joaquin Neiman. So we'll talk a little bit about him and also remind St. Louis about a cool golf event coming for the next four years. So um, let's start, Pearl, let's start with Solheim Cup. Julie came on. Uh, it's nice for her to come on the show. She's gone out there and won the prior two cups, one over in Germany and one in Iowa, and they went over to Scotland and did you have any did you get to look at the weather at all? What Every time on? I turned it on, it was brutal. And they were hitting shots all over the place. I felt terrible for them. You know, weather's gonna be part of the game, but it was wreaking havoc on that play. Well and what she said, what Julie said, because she had a very young team, you know, and she went out on a limb with some of her picks and um and she said, Man, I thought about this and thought about this and of all the things that could happen. This was the thing that um, she dreaded the most. So <laughs> the golf course they were playing, they figured was going to kind of be a birdie fest if normal weather. 
But, you know, you played in Europe. I yeah, played in Europe. Yeah. You can get anything. Not only did they get wind, but they got Arctic cold temperatures. It was freezing out there. It was yeah. freezing. It was miserable. And as any avid watcher of the game, when there's wind, that's like the one thing that uh, the golf gods can kind of get back at. You know, right. you guys are so good. The ladies are so good that almost any conditions, but you win. And then I would say maybe one of the next ones might be cold. I agree. You know, I, 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 I really haven't agree. actually thought about that because you don't see that all that often. But I think, and then, of course, the combination of the two, the the rain you can get by, yep. especially with a great caddy. Yeah, absolutely. If I have enough towels right. and a big enough umbrella. Right. And I'm paying attention. Right. But that's kind of hard. But you can get by with that. But not when it's raining all day and you're freezing and it's windy. No. And you know what? If it's really windy, you're not going to keep everything uh, dry anyway. No. No. But it's just a matter of time, right? We've all we've had that discussion. We try to slow down a lot in that um, yes. rain. But, um, okay, so let's just kind of lay this thing out. So it's a hell of a match. It's a hell of a match. We're, we're, um, well, the final I mean, score was 14-5, 13-5. So, right. I mean, it was Okay. There. So we go to the 18th hole. Suzanne Pedersen has got an eight-foot putt for birdie to win her match against Maria Alex. The score is tied 13-and-a-half, 13-and-a-half. And if she misses, the match goes to 14-14, and whomever won the year before retains the cup. So that would have been U.S. wins. Mm-hmm. She, makes a, she makes this putt. Suzanne Pedersen, by the way, was a captain's pick and has had an Awful time of golf. Awful time of golf. Well, she's also one of the more controversial ones out there, too, with her surly attitude. Yeah, Is that how you yeah, would say antics, it? And she's yeah. a little, there's some gamesmanship. I mean, I mean competitive as heck. There's yeah, a lot of things no to doubt. really like about her. There's no doubt. But she's, uh, a couple of years ago, I can't remember quite yep. what the controversy was. It was, in the, it was in the Solheim Cup as well. Yeah. It was over a putt that shouldn't have been, that wasn't conceded. And it was like six inches long. And one of the U.S. players picked it up. And she goes, I didn't give that to you. And, and I remember her partner, uh, one of the yep. English girls, she got all upset. She was so uncomfortable that right. her partner had done that, even right. though they won the hole. Right. She right. was, I think she was actually visibly crying, and she had a tough time handling the whole thing. And if you thing. look back at that, that was in Germany uh, two cups ago, and it was a turning point in the match, and the U.S. made a strong comeback yep. and won that match. But a little karma. There was a little karma action back then. So Suzanne Pedersen knocks this putt in. Supreme joy, all these jumping around. And what does she do? Retired from the game. No way. She retired from the she, game. She won't. She won't. Too competitive. She, I, I think she just started a family, and she got some other things going on. So I think there's uh, some yeah. other stuff going on. There's yeah, no way. Lot, She's way too talented. She's way too young. I'm, I'm placing my, I'm placing my. what am I placing? What kind of bet? Uh, a golf uh, ball bet here with yeah. your sleeve of golf balls that uh, she's absolutely coming back. Well, let, let me ask you this. Coolest way to, re- coolest way to retire? That would be a great way. You make this putt. You're playing for mo- your country, your whole yeah. your whole squad. She makes it and then says, "I'm done." Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I it's it's so hard to think of. I don't know. You know, I've struggled with this thinking of retiring. It's just, oh man, it, it's it's. Um, there's that there's that thing that says athletes kind of die two deaths. It's when that that no question, um, no question. When you think about your playing and your competitive days coming to an end, it just uh, not not easy to to, to deal well, with. Especially that. at that age as well, and how exciting it was and uh, making a transition. So uh, you know, 
So she'll find maybe she'll do a radio show over in Sweden or something like that to kind of keep her golf game yeah. going. <laughs> maybe so. Maybe so. Hell, it can't be that hard. You and I are trying to throw it in there. So, um, yeah, anyway, I just thought that was pretty cool. Uh, felt it for Julie. Yeah. I mean, they're right there. And um, the fact that um, she knocked the putt in, you got to take your hat off to her. The fact that she retired, I was like, what? Yeah. Is that is that going to happen or not? So, um uh, okay, so let's talk about our buddy Phil Franks, who uh, Logistics is his company. They do legal documents all around the world. This guy is one cool dude. So he, his wife has been stricken with this horrible Alzheimer's disease, and he has had a race team, and they decided to forego a bunch of advertising on their car and what he's going to do, in either in a, uh, to memorialize or to just honor, his wife is still battling the disease, their names and their birthdays. Hmm. Love it. So what happened was um, they've got 89 names on their car this year. They also had something really cool. The number 82 BMW from Bimmer World, um, they were their teammates last last season, Um they made room on their car for 23 names. And all those names are getting matched by um, Phil's company and by uh, James Clay, who's the CEO of Bimmer World. And so, um, yeah, it's just really cool. Uh, he and his, his uh, driver, Nick, were interviewed on Torque Show, hosted by Tommy Kendall and Justin Bell. And uh, it was just great publicity for, for this thing. Um, and in a great uh, sign of solidarity and sportsmanship, um, over 40 cars had the uh, uh, race to end Alzheimer badges displayed on their cars in support and awesome. running around the track. That's awesome. So, well, you uh, always say that he's a mover and a shaker. He makes guy, things happen. He sticks he, with it. He, he's creative. He absolutely does. It's things that people can kind of jump on with and, and support. That's yep. awesome. Yeah, they're That's in awesome. sixth place uh, in the championship, so they're kind of out of it for the for the for winning the thing. But there's one more race in October. It's October 12th, Road Atlanta. Um, it's only two hundred and fifty dollars to uh, to uh, donate uh, to this great cause. Um, all the funds are matched uh, with their charitable partners at UCLA and the Jim Nance National Alzheimer's Center. I mean, we got to mention Jim. Jim's on this. Um, let me mention this website, too. It's um, You can go to facebook.com uh, backslash philip.franks, and it's F-R-E-N-G-S. Or you go to their website. It is R, the letter R, and then it's the number 2, and E-N-D-A-L-Z dot org. So go to that. Check it out. It's really cool. 250 bucks. You can get a name of a loved one or some friend or family member that's struggling with this horrible disease. These CEOs are matching your donations. They're going to UCLA. Jim Nance's father, one of the reasons Jim Nance started his golf broadcast, Hello Friends, was in honor of his dad and this Alzheimer's disease. And um, they were always making new friends, and they got to a point where his dad would listen to the golf broadcast but didn't know why he was listening to it. It's, um, ah, man, it's really tough stuff, but uh, these guys are doing great work. Great work, absolutely. You know, and we're all just fortunate, Pearl, that we uh, we don't have this uh, in our families. Nope. 
All right. So uh, that was kind of cool. All right. So, you know, there's a golf tournament uh, coming to St. Louis. Yep. Four years. Full field event. And... Can you announce it yet? I can't You've been announce teasing. it yet. I know, I'm teasing. How, how, well, I'm how, tell you how long are you supposed to tease for? It's going to be at Norwood. Well, so you are not. So now, are you teasing now, or is that true? It is true. Are you allowed to tell it? Tell them, or did you I'm just not sure. break a side of... I just, uh, yeah, uh, I just felt all the silence. peer pressure, and I had to... Uh, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, it's going to be at Norwood. Four years. It's just going to be... Now, what's Norwood going to have to do, or if anything, it's such a good golf course... What are they going to have to do to prep for it? Are they going to have to be changing anything? Is there any new tees? Going to change yeah, any greens I don't around? Think, I don't think they're not going to have to do anything with the tees. They're not going to have to do anything with the greens. They have the best greens in the state year in and year out. Um, but there are going to be some trees taken down, which mm-hmm. is actually going to be a good thing. And if you talk to the superintendents that really know what's going on, there's the, the trees are gorgeous, and you hate to see them go, but they they interfere with the their roots interfere with the, so they, know, the they, greens. They, and things they, like they should that. go and regardless of this tournament coming. That's right, and this okay. is going to be a great way and reason for them to go. And then when you get to go out to Norwood or any place like Belle Reve and see the structures that are built and the stands and all the hospitality, it's it's really awesome. That's awesome. That's yeah. exciting. It's such a great uh, uh, facility, and I think the guys will love it. Spectators will love it. What's the biggest event I think the years and years ago, didn't they have some big events? There? PGA Championship. Well, that's pretty big. Yep. How, how, what year was that? Nineteen. Uh, it was the thirty-fifth PGA Championship. I think it was nineteen forty-eight. Okay, so and quite, you know quite who a won? Ago. Ben Hogan. Sweet. Yeah. So there's going to be plenty of talk about that, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's going to wrap up the on range on the range segment. Uh, come back and we're going to jump on the front nine. This is Golf with Jay Delsing on one hundred and one ESPN. Doster, Olam, and Boyle, LLC are a proud sponsor of Golf with Jay Delsing here on 101 ESPN. The firm was started in January 2015 by Mike Doster, Jess Olam, and John Boyle, three veterans of the St. Louis real estate, banking, commercial, and corporate legal landscape. The firm was founded on the shared view that success should be measured by client and community satisfaction, not profits for partner. The firm's focus is on business, real estate, corporate, finance and restructuring, and succession planning. Since its founding in 2015, Doster, Olam, and Boyle have been involved in real estate, business, and corporate transactions with a combined value in excess of over $1 billion. For decades, Doster, Olam, and Boyle lawyers have been recognized as leaders in their practice areas by their peers. Doster, Olam, and Boyle, LLC. Extraordinary talent, ordinary people. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. I want to thank Whitmore Country Club for sponsoring my show, Golf with Jay Delsing. There's 90 holes of golf at Whitmore. If you join out at Whitmore, you get privileges at the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, Golf Club of Wentzville, and all the cart fees are included in that membership. There's no food and beverage minimums and no assessments ever. They've got a great 24-hour fitness center, a large pool complex, three tennis courts, a year-round social calendar that is rocking out at Whitmore. There's kids' clubs, junior golf, junior tennis, swim team available for your children. This is a family-friendly atmosphere, a wonderful staff, and you've got to go to the golf shop and visit my friend, Bummer. He is an absolute treat. Don't forget about the golf leagues, their skin games, members' tournaments. Bummer and the staff out at Whitmore are continually running cool and fun golf events for you and your family. Visit their website at whitmoregolf.com. 
I want to welcome my newest sponsor to Golf with Jay Delsing. It's Golf Discount. Golf Discount is where St. Louis has shopped for its golf equipment since 1976. Golf Discount has been and still is locally owned. They employ the most experienced staff you'll find anywhere. There are two locations, one in South County just off of Lee May Ferry and one in O'Fallon at Highways K and N. Golf Discount fits your custom equipment to your swing using the -the state-of-the-art GC Quad Launch Monitor. This ensures that perfect fit that you're looking for. Go to Golf Discount for all your golfing needs. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN. You can find Jay online at jdelsinggolf.com. Welcome back to Golf with Jay Delsing. Uh, I am your host, Jay. i got Pearly here with me, and we are going to the front nine segment. Um, okay, so, so John, we got to talk about this. We, we gave some props to the younger guys, these young studs that are coming up on the tour, won golf tournaments, and we got a new uh, name to add to that list. 20-year-old guy from Chile. His name is Joaquin Neiman. He's from Santiago. He's already made four million bucks in his career. He's played 44 events on tour, nine top tens. How's that sound? Amazing. And it's just kind of a, a, a thin, hard story. I'm trying to remember the first time I saw him. I think he was uh, like the South uh, South American amateur stuff, yeah. and he qualified. And get, didn't he get in the Masters maybe even? Yeah, I think a, he did. I think you're right. Yeah. He played well there, and he's turned. I think this is his third year. I mean, can you imagine playing on the PGA Tour when you're 18 years old? It's just, uh, just rocking. I mean, it's just uh, – Fantastic, and, and, he, and already having win. I know he's twenty years old. He's got to win. He's got to be in that conversation, that same conversation with Matthew Wolf and and Morikawa and Hovland, and and just uh, um, you know, you look at the PGA Tour, and you look at how this thing is fed through the the interna- international golf yeah, programs, exactly the 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 college programs. I mean, these guys are so. They're so, so ready good. when they come up. You know, that's the, you know, again, he's he's had five or six years of incredibly high uh quality competition, probably throughout the world, come even coming into this thing. And to my point, I'm just looking up now, hundred and fifty four pounds. And the guy oh, absolutely he's, smashes it. And he's, he's just either. he's just a skinny nothing and he and he just plays very it, wiry plays it big and, time. and uh, uh similar uh stature to like Justin Thomas. You know, and just just smash a great short game. Clearly, I mean, you don't make four million bucks without having a lot of your uh, your ducks in a row. Plus, having that, but having that win is just is so incredibly impressive to get that under your belt. You know, when you watch it on TV, it's hard to understand how tough it is to get that win. It's it, it's it's truly unbelievable. And then when they come out super young and do that, and we've had a couple of those this uh, the last couple of years. Uh, that that that's the part, and it changes their world. All of a sudden, they got to feel like they're belonging. Obviously, gives them a couple years exemption. That way, there's a whole different place to play from two years worth of exemption than uh, chasing it and worrying about getting your card all the time. Right, Pearl. And there's also the contractual stuff that are going to come in. Now, all of a sudden, you're a PGA Tour winner, and all, everything just gets multiplied, and you're going to get so much of these things thrown at you. We got to talk while we're talking about these youngsters. 
we've got to talk. Last uh, at the Sanderson Farms, we did a uh, we spotlighted this young guy um, who's taken a different path to the PGA Tour. His name is uh, Aske Batia. Mm-hmm. This young man has decided I'm not going to college. I'm going to turn pro, and I'm going to play. I'm going to just play golf. Uh, number one ranked amateur in the world. Um, what do you think about that? Uh, him going straight, Jay? You know what, John? I, I I can't say that I think it's a great idea. I really can't. I mean, I just don't understand why you wouldn't. The college experience is. I mean, do we have any fun at UCLA? We had a lot of fun. Uh, some level of maturity going in there, and I think you talked about this a while ago. Didn't doesn't uh, they? Um, Nah, what did what did Kevin, he, nah. Kevin nah, what did he come up with as far as saying hey he regretted it or, or he absolutely yeah. regretted yeah. it? He, Kevin Nah did the same thing, and Kevin Nah had so much growing up to do. He, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to tell you the stories, but <laughs> didn't endear himself to me and uh, several others. Just he just didn't yeah. understand. And think about it though. I mean, he uh, Kevin Nah is a um, Korean American, and uh, just had his parents closely by everything he did. You know, it just was uncomfortable. You could just tell there there wasn't that maturity, yeah. which is kind of nice to see now. Guy's a great player now. And now when he's kind of come into his own, he has maturity. He yeah. handles himself better in different situations. And you're kind of happy for the guy now. But for the longest time, it was just kind of a, tough to watch that. It was tough to watch it. So, um, so Batia, um, man, it's just makes you wonder about this youth movement on the PGA Tour. He played down at Sanderson Farms. Now, he did not make the cut. The cut fell at three under par, and this 18-year-old shot even par. So he missed by three, and um, followed him closely. He just signed a new contract with Callaway. So Callaway swooped right in and uh, said, yeah, we're going to go ahead and support this. Uh, and you mentioned this um, uh you were talking about George Gankus, the uh, mm-hmm. swing coach. He, uh, that's the name I was talking That's, that's who, uh, who this, this guy works with on his golf swing. Yeah, so um, it's just interesting to kind of track these guys. We, we did this earlier on a Champions uh, uh, Tour kind of update pro. We were going to uh, look and follow Hal Sutton because we talked about wanting to end the game and leave the game properly. Do you remember that? Yep. We talked about that. Man, that was months and months. That was even in the in the winter months. And unfortunately, I mean, we can pull up what Hal's done on the on the Champions Tour, and it's been it 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 has not gone the way he's wanted it to go. He was hoping to get. Uh, uh, he lost a bunch of weight. He was hoping to find his game, and and um, he didn't find his game. He didn't didn't find much. And it's you just know brutal. how tentative it is at that point. There's there's a lot going on. It's that transition uh, in career. It's that transition age wise. Uh, how the you know bodies uh, change from that 55 to 65 uh, uh, range. Oh, what we're experiencing as it goes. Well, and it's not but, pretty. but I mean, there's there's a lot. Your body's got to hold up to be able to make it out there. Right. And I don't know. Recently, I haven't seen uh, seen him as far as how much he's taking care of himself. But and some of the guys can really not be that fit and somehow kind of keep on going. So, uh, But you don't need much of an injury or or much of an ailment to hold you back from being able to uh, to compete out there. No, I totally agree. Let's talk about something. So uh, this topic, I mean, the Champions Tour, every year these guys turn 50 
Jen, you know, there's a new set of people turning 50, and some guys come out and just tear it up. You got a guy like Chris DeMarco. He's not, he's not beating anybody. No. You got a guy like Sean McKeel. You know, he had a, a, an interesting career, won the PGA Championship. But, but some of those guys, let me ask you. Yeah. So either one of those, uh, they didn't play that much at the end of their regular career up to 50. I, I'll tell you what, you step out of that – competition, that lifestyle for two, three, four, five, six years, and then, oh, I'm just going to go tee it up and I'm going to be back in the game and ready for that competition, uh, I think it's just really, really a lot to ask. Oh, my God. I, there's no question. We talked about this for me. Yeah, And absolutely. I wound up grinding my way over on, the, at the time, the Nationwide, you know, playing against all those I'll never forget calling you one time. You're like, hey, nice plan. I'm like, thanks. I played with two guys that were 23 years old, and I'm 49. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you yeah, imagine but if you're not out there, our, our, our big thing with, with you was yeah. get the competition. Get you yeah. got to get out there and get the reps. And if it happens to be on the Nationwide or a state open, yep. then then so be it. Uh, but to, to not get in that habit of having to hit a certain tee shot, having to hit a putt, having to hit a tough shot over a bunker – and then you're going to just play with your buddies and then go out there and start playing on the tour? No, no. I'll happening. tell you what, very seldom. It not happens, happening. but very, very seldom. You know, another buddy, Scott Dunlop, who um, he, he continued to play. I was he's guys say, he's playing been grinding. He's he been is, grinding, uh, playing yeah. forever. And he went out there and it's just done wonderful. Uh-huh. It's just but that doesn't really career. surprise me. No. He's, he's, that's, that's very much him. He is a journeyman golfer, great player, and just kind of kept on going for forever. You know, you didn't see his name for a bunch. You and I knew where he was because yep. we were around him once in a while. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so I think it's fantastic that he's having a great senior uh, tour uh, career, and I think it's one of those very much deserving. He worked to be in that position. Yeah, yep, he sure did. Um, all right, cool. There is uh, October's kind of a – we talked about this with the wraparound season. Do we like the – I don't know. It's all, we're all over the place. It's golf. There's good golf. If you're some of the sponsors and the wraparound events in, you know, September, October, mm-hmm. November, how do you, how are you feeling? I mean, it's, what, it's talk- hard to get a draw. Your field isn't strong. I don't know. Uh, you know, first of all, and that's, that's sad because there's great golf, absolutely great right. golf, but are the names, the names that we're used to uh, getting, you know, plugged all the nonstop. So, so last week's, uh, uh, excuse me, um, where am I at here? Northern Trust, is that what I'm thinking, Jay? No, Sanderson Farm. Yep. So Munoz, uh, M, On, Streelman, Ortiz. I mean, right. that's unfortunately not going to draw. And folks, they, that was the top, those were the top five finishers. They can absolutely play. They can but, play their ass off. They don't get, not a, it's not about the quality of golf. It's just about the star power, and people love the star power. Well, here's something that will get your attention star power-wise. In Japan, there's a new event, October 21st, calling the, called the Challenge, Japan Skins. How's this for um, for a foursome? We got Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, Hideki <laughs> Matsuyama, and Jason Day. I mean, I, I it's so cool. It'll be a fun thing to watch. It'll really be a fun thing to watch. Matsuyama is a rock star yeah. in Japan. He's he's only twenty three years old or something. Bro, he is just if he, his rhythm astounds me. He almost takes a full second pause at the top of his swing 
throughout the bag. Very unconventional. But, but God, that guy can play oh, and he can get hot. I wow. had I covered him uh, two of the four days that did the U.S. Open at Aaron Hills. And he was just brilliant around the greens. Had a top five finish, I think, there. And I, I was just so impressed with uh, the power matched with the, you know his uh, ability to, to knock a putt in and um, – uh, it's pretty. And how well he's done on this tour. And, you know, again, they do talk about it once in a while to their credit. But to come from Japan, come from another country, and then maneuver around this country, and I think his English is minimal, if any. And just to make all that happen and play at that high high level, I think is just spectacular. Yeah, no, it is. It is spectacular. And uh, Jason Day's been an interesting story. Didn't have a, a year that he's uh, all that excited about. And, you know, there was a bunch of um, uh, news, for lack of a better term, being made about uh, Steve Williams coming to caddy for him. You know, Steve Williams is the uh, most successful athlete from New Zealand. He, He's a race car driver, too, though, right? Yeah. I, I, does, but, that, does that count as athlete? Either? I so you got golf and race car driver. Oh, man, caddy, you're talking actually, about yeah. a pair of sixes to draw yeah. from. That's not good. But, He's um, a fun guy, though, and obviously he's, yep. see, he's seen he's seen some pretty special golf in, the, in his last 20 so, or so years. Yeah, that's right. He could write several books. Yeah, and, and probably wouldn't, shouldn't, though. Yeah, and uh, hopefully he won't. Um, but he and Jason Day split up, and he said, you know, it just wasn't working. It's yeah. just... Um, this trying to blend the old style and the new style because Steve Williams had this. They called it a style in the article I read, but it, it just a way that he thought this thing needed to go and needed mm. to play, and it just didn't. Uh, it's not up to him. No, it is yeah, up to that's him. Always, that's always a bit of a problem. Yeah, it is, especially when you know you've had this the sort of success that Steve Williams had, but now you're you're not driving the car, man. Right. You're not. Right. You're not. This isn't your boat. You're not, you're. However, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but this player has to be able to express it the way he wants yeah, to. I think so. And if you start getting, if you start, you know what, Pearl, we've talked about this before where they talk about how much a, a team it is. But if if Steve is seeing it in a different way, that, that that can create a lot of indecision. It's still it's a team, but you have to play your role. Yeah. And to your point, I mean, it's it's not about that. And and sometimes you can, as a caddy, plug into your player, but you can't make him feel like he should can hit that high cut five iron if he can't feel in his bones. He shouldn't swing on it. Unless you can hand a club over to the caddy and <laughs> well, say, and you were probably the best playing caddy that ever went out there. And you I, could trust easily. me, I didn't want to hit that high cut no. five iron uh, in that situation. <laughs> anyway. that water. Well, um, you know what? I've got a really cool Jack Nicholas senior skin story we'll talk about on the back nine when we come back. Perfect. But that's going to wrap up. That's a, What is that called, Pearly? What do we call it's that in the radio that's business? That's a tease. Looks into us, man. We, uh, we're talking about Instagram and teases. Radio teases. That's going to wrap up the front nine. This is Golf with Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN. Quick note, we just got a call from our friend Joe Sheezer at USA Mortgage. He said the rates are still below 4%, and if you mention Golf with Jay Delsing, he'll give you a discount on your closing costs. Please call him today at 314-628-2015. Do you folks know about a family-owned and operated jewelry business that's been in the St. Louis area since 1946? If you haven't heard the name Sutley before, well, you have now. They are the premier Hearts on Fire dealer in the metropolitan region and have been for more than 21 years. 
What's a hearts on fire diamond, you ask? It is the world's most perfectly cut diamond. The Sutleys are knowledgeable and passionate about your jewelry needs and are open six days a week. They will treat you like family and want to understand your wishes and desires. Their business thrives on developing personal relationships with you. Sully's also strive to stay on top of the latest trends in fashion with amazing selection of designer jewelry from famous designers like Lagos, Zengani, Simon G., just to name a few. It's all done at Sutley's. Sully's is on the cutting edge of the diamond business, featuring the lab-grown diamonds that can cost 30 to 40% less than a mined diamond. Whether it's a hearts on fire, designer or custom jewelry, or even the new and innovative lab-grown diamonds, let Sutley Jewelers take care of all your jewelry needs. I have known this family for 45 years. Go in and see Gary. Ask for Gus. Ask for Laura. It's a family business, and they are terrific people. They're located in the Lamp and Lantern Village on Clayton Road, just west of Highway 141 in Town & Country. You can also visit them at saettele.com. After 25 years on the PGA Tour, Jay Delsing takes you behind the scenes from the eyes of a pro. Now back to more golf with Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN. Welcome back to the Golf with Jay Delsing show. I'm your host, Jay. I got Pearly Bay here with me, uh, and we're going to the back nine. And um, let's talk, I, we got to talk a little bit about Whitmore first. Um, how does this membership sound? You got access to 36 holes at Whitmore. And three other courses, Golf Club of Wentzville, Links at Dardine, and Missouri Bluffs. And your golf cart fees are already included in that membership. They've never had assessments. There's no food minimums. And you get bummer. That's the best part, bummer. No, you know what the best part for me? I like that you have all those different golf courses to choose no, from. No that's, question. That's a big deal, it is it, a big deal. I think, to get to move around and, and be a member each time. It I is, like that. It is. And... and um, They've got uh, skins game bummer and in, in the, in the golf shop staff run skins games and uh, members tournaments. There's uh, couples tournaments. There's husband wives events um, for the kids. They have a kids club and that probably that is really becoming popular. Not even only in St. Louis, but around the country where you can drop your children off. They can play golf or they can go to the pool. They can play video games. You can take your wife or girlfriend or significant other and go have a drink or go play golf or uh, do whatever the heck you want to do and everybody's having a great time out there that's the way to do it yeah it's a great family atmosphere they've got um a, a great swimming uh pool and and uh, fitness 24-hour fitness complex they have holiday parties that it's um when you think of families and you think about where you want to go and where you want to be it's a place like this where you know you and I grew up around the game and this would have been just right in our wheelhouse absolutely and you can find them at Whitmore Golf. Dot com. We were talking about the, the, the new event in Japan in October. It's October 21st. It's called the Challenge, the Japanese Skins Game. Do we even have a Skins Game still going well, on? We don't. You, I, in the U.S., we don't it have kinda, it kind of kind of wore itself out, would you say? Yeah, it kind of did. It started with Jack and Arnold and, and Tom Watson and Gary Player. And Gary Player kind of infringed on a rule in Tom Watson's opinion. Do you remember this at Desert Mountain? No. Oh, man. Huge hullabaloo. Huge hullabaloo. So, do you, you remember any of the facts? Oh, I do. Okay, let's hear a couple. I do. I, I get it. Well, there was, a, there was a piece of grass that was moved that was not was connected still. That wasn't. That was like mowed? That wasn't supposed was to like be. Was it mowed or trimmed? I think it was, I, I think it was <laughs> untrimmed. It was kind of long and kind of in the way. And so he mowed it or trimmed it. They did. And, oh, um, boy. Yeah, they, got, uh, they didn't like that. 
They didn't like that. Even in a skins competition, yep. It was, Has that uh, ever happened before? I don't remember yeah. it happening. But I can tell you a cool story. So I'm in, I had to go to Maui in January yeah, one year. That's too bad. That sucked. And um, doing some entertaining for the senior skin. So the so people like me, like I'm like a doo-wop singer, you know, in the background where really? nobody, yeah, you know, and, and the main event's coming where Jack Nicholas is coming, uh, Nick Price was there, O'Meara, Couples, um, Trevino, uh, Tom Watson. It was cool. And then I was there, you know, taking care of the, I was doing all the, you know, come on, let's go play 18 holes. I'll, I'll hang out with you. I loved it. Anyway. So I'm watching this game, the skins game, and the guys are practicing and messing around, and couples and Price are partners, and I think Nick or uh, um, O'Meara is a partner with Tom Watson. I mean, it's really really cool. And uh, Jack is partners with um, Arnold, and Arnold is just he's still the king. He's aged a little bit, but at this time, but Jack gets into the game, and the entire mood, the entire energy, the entire world changed. What do you mean he got into the game? You mean he started focusing he, he was, or he just showed late. up? He was late in the, and the guys were messing around and he came. This was before the actual competition part okay. came. Oh, Fuzzy was playing and um, it was it was just a, a bunch of the names, you know, from my generation, a little before my generation, our generation. And um, Jack gets in there and starts, you know, practicing with them and they're playing and they got some little side action going on and Everybody just takes a, a back seat. Hmm. I've never seen that before. I mean, those egos and those guys with their game. And Jack comes in, and Jack is, you know, Jack didn't age nearly as well as Arnold mm-hmm. did, you know, just in terms of strength and power. But Jack is still Jack, and he just had that mental thing. Commands a certain level of attention, I he suppose. He did, yeah. and it was crazy because all of a sudden guys started missing four-foot putts, and I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. What's yeah. up with that? And it was it was pretty cool. So they come down they come they come down to the stretch and they're all the all the games are on the line. They get to this par three and couples is hitting like an eight iron and Watson's hitting like a seven iron and Jack pulls out like a little five. Hits it in there about three feet. Knocks it in, isn't wins that, the whole thing. Isn't that fascinating? I mean, the guy, he even in his much later years, he could still seem to make the putt. He could still seem to make the shot. I know. Just, I guess, awesome. you got it, you got oh. it. You expect you're going to do it, you're going to do it. Well, and, and it's, it's, it's something like he knew he was going to do it so much that yeah. you knew yeah, he was going to exactly. do it. And, exactly. And it's a... That's, that's, a, that's a double whammy. Yeah, you're it is a double them. whammy. Um, yeah, so... Um, Pretty cool stuff. Um, we're not going to talk about Pat Perez's wife putting on social media the 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 oh, tab. I, what? I know. I missed this. No, you're not going to talk did, about it yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. So they, went to, they went to that dinner, and in Vegas, like the MGM, four of them. What the bill come to? Take a guess and then just double it because you're not even going to be in a plan. Ten thousand. Twelve thousand. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Some people shouldn't be allowed to go to Vegas. Well, of course, that's how they have those nice big buildings and everybody yep. dressed in tuxes because right. people go do those kinds of things. Yeah. She took pictures of everything. Who cares? Oh, my gosh. Crazy. All right. But here's something I do kind of want to talk about. The player of the Year awards came out, and the players voted on their player of the, uh, of the year, and the nod went to Rory over Brooks. And the folks in their, in their regular media – 
I wouldn't consider us ray. We're kind of irregular media, wouldn't you say? Are we media? I don't know. What if you, you know how, do you remember in Young Frankenstein where they had Abby Normal? <laughs> yes, I do. The hearts were Abby Normal. I was like, I feel like we're kind of a little more of the Abby Normal stuff. But, well, um, so, so now has Brooks hopefully not commented on this? Yeah, Brooks sent him a, a text, I guess, and said congratulations. But I guess some people were um, saying that this is ridiculous. And I'm thinking, well, it how, the, how can how can that be ridiculous? I mean, there's people are feeling like Brooks got host out of Player of the Year. I think they're trying to make something out of nothing. They seem to like that back and forth. I wish they would just go play golf. It yep. it, it it gets me. Yeah, it gets me. Sometimes they call him instead of Brooks. You know, once in a while they'll, they'll miss it and call him Bruce, and then he gets like all, you know, rolls his eyes, gets charged up. It's like you're you're he's awesome. I love watching that guy play. Just chill, have a great time, and quit caring what anybody else. He decided thinks. He, he decided that he's used all of this banter to his advantage by playing with a chip on his shoulder. He said, "I'm I, I'm I'm going to do this thing." exactly the way I want to do it. And if it makes some people uncomfortable, so be it. So what about the – did you see the uh, the ESPN, the body issue? Yeah, yeah. What did you think of that? I, I don't think about that stuff. <laughs> I, just can't, I just can't think about that stuff. Are you talking about his body Men or his girlfriend's body? Men. Oh, I didn't see his girlfriend's oh, body. Oh, well, really? What were you focused on? I was focused on his girlfriend's body. Now that I paid attention to. That wasn't to. in that. That wasn't in. It's the one I was talking about. They had one with him and her in the Wait same picture. A second. I don't. I know I, the one oh, you're talking you're about. I don't care about the smut. I'm in no, the sports. No, not the smut thing. The first thing that came out about him being in a, in his speedo, uh, back oh, back oh, facing. Oh yeah. And the and star. her. I'm like I only knew about him because somebody told me. What do you me. think about her thong? I, <laughs> I like her whole body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't. That was yeah. That that, I don't that know, whole that thing. Whole like, thing makes dude, me, just, yeah, that's exactly. another For a lot social of other media reasons. thing. Like, yeah, let's what? keep that on social media. But, just go play golf. He's so much fun to watch play golf. Yeah. He's so competitive. It's so cool the shots, how he approaches the game. I hope we focus on that. Rory had a spectacular year. Yeah, I'll, I'll call it a, a coin flip. It, it depends on how much you want to. Give for this tournament, uh, what weight here or what weight is that major and all that kind of stuff. Rory was absolutely phenomenal, too. Let me ask you this about the uh, the schedule change. We talked about this probably at nauseum for some of our listeners, but I still want to bring this up. What do you mean schedule change? The wraparound or you mean the major changes? Major changes. Oh, yeah, okay. So schedule changed and brought the, the PGA Championship into May. Tiger Woods, when they're playing north – of the board, north of what we'll call the hell, I'm going to say, line? yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going <laughs> to say, equator? Like, I'm gonna say like talking north about of Florida. Okay. If they're going to play, he's not going to win that championship again because it's too cold, you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you agree? What do yeah, you think of that? Jay, I, I know every single time I've done anything to count this guy out, I know. he always comes back, but I'm counting him out again. I, I just know. don't think he physically, I think everything else is there. I just don't think he physically can go do it, and I think. I think you were starting to see it wear on him mentally, emotionally. I agree. Because it's just like, can I can I get myself up and going for this again? And then he kind of thinks he's there, and then he plays a couple rounds, and, and then go, he can't, he can't keep going. There. Well, let, let, let me ask you this, too. He went the Masters. What a phenomenal yeah. accomplishment, as we all counted him out. Wins another major. He plays six times after that. Really? The Masters is in April. Yeah, how many? How many did he play well? Uh, 
None. I don't think at all. I mean, and, and the other thing, Pearl, what a difference in what he looked like. Physically, it looked like he was almost thrown back into that old body. Yeah. And all this, I thought, didn't you feel like some of the speed was gone? Some of the, just the whole vibe of it it's looked changing. like it was, yeah. yeah. It's tough. It's, t- it's tough. We'd, we'd, we'd all like him to play great for 20 more years, but uh, it's not happening. Yeah, so great for the game, and um, we'll we'll see how that all, um, what that looks like. Um, <laughs> we had a, I wish I could have showed you this picture. There's this place in San Antonio. They had some trouble with wild hogs. Okay, so you and I, do you remember when we were down playing at um, Tucson National and we saw those javelina? And they look like, I mean, so I have a dog and he's about 45 pounds. It looked like a just a real scruffy kind of bigger dog, mm-hmm. maybe a 50-pound, something like that. Kind of round, kind yeah. of a round dog. Yeah, so they had this, they had these, this, um, um, these guys are out playing golf and they're like, you know, we're a little afraid of this um this noise that's coming from, you know, the side of the green here. There's some bushes and we can't see, but it, it sounds like it could be something pretty substantial. The guy's like, just go play the game. Quit being so, you know, come on, step up. There's a 400-pound, they call it a hog. I've never seen anything like this. It's had tusks. It took three men. They got dogs. They had to track this thing. And I've never seen anything like it. And we are going to talk about it in our next show. Some of the craziest, weirdest, scariest, fun things. We're going to call it a show of extremes. This is another radio <laughs> tease. tease. And um, I well, like that. I like that idea. And yeah. as far as the 400-pound hog, it's a little scary. I've seen a couple of shows. And I think it was even called Hog Wild. There's, there's like this whole family would chase after him with pickup trucks and guns and, and lights. And, and What's uh, wrong with you? What? What? How do they do What? How? Well, they're doing it to uh, to clear the pastures because they're, they're, they're killing other livestock, livestock and, or ruining fields or yeah. whatever the case is. But it was intense stuff. Those things, uh, you get on the wrong side of those puppies, it's mean. So golfers are a little kind of wimpy sometimes on yeah. things anyway. But on a 400-pound hog, it's okay to be a little I've never seen anything. Do you remember when we were fishing in Alaska? Yeah, sure. When we saw those bear. Yeah. Are we going to talk, talk about that bear story uh, in the next show too? Of course we are. Okay, perfect. I like it. I can't yeah. wait for the next show. Yeah, no, that sounds good. Um, well, that's going to wrap up the back nine. This is Golf with Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN. Urban Chestnut Brewing Company is proud to be an official sponsor of 101 ESPN's newest show, Golf with our friend Jay Delsing. Just like Jay, Urban Chestnut is born right here in St. Louis. With three local brewing and restaurant locations, you won't travel far to sample straight from the source. If you're heading out to the links this weekend or if you're just in the mood for a classic German-style beer, grab a four-pack of our fresh, refreshing Zwickel Bavarian Lager wherever craft beers are sold. Urban Chestnut Brewing Company, St. Louis, Missouri. Prost! Golf Discount is where St. Louis has shopped for all of its golf equipment needs since 1976. There are two locations in town, one in South County just off of Lee May Ferry and one in O'Fallon at Highways K and N. Golf Discount is and always will be locally owned. They employ the most experienced golf staff you'll find anywhere in town. And if you're looking to get yourself some custom fit equipment, go to Golf Discount. They use the GC Quad Launch Monitor. This ensures you will always get the perfect fit you're looking for. Visit Golf Discount today. It's time for the 19th hole on Golf with Jay Delsing. 
The 19th Hole is brought to you by Mike Duffy's Pub and Grill. Mike Duffy's Pub and Grill, the best burgers in town since 1986. Mike Duffy's Pub and Grill, the best burgers in town since 1986. Welcome back to Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I got John here with me, and we are at our favorite part of this segment, the 19th hole. I um, want to thank Mike Duffy's for being our official sponsor of the 19th hole, and we are going straight to our next version of Whack and Chase. Love it. Fellas, the people can't get enough. Jerry is with us now for the next Whack and Chase. Hey, Jerry, good morning, and thanks for joining us. Good morning. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. We're doing well. Where are, you, where are you calling in from, Jerry? St. Petersburg, Florida today. Uh, the Whack and Chase is made it to Florida, it from Florida. That is, oh, I love that St. Pete area. Believe it or not, they have golf courses in Florida. I yep. bet they do. Yeah. Some, some awfully nice. Ones. I actually played at yeah. uh, University of South Florida my first year of college golf, and I so I kind of know that area very well. As a matter of fact, I've got fond memories of the Don Cesar down there. My buddies and I used to hop the fence from the beach and – have a couple uh, cold ones and hop back to the fence and back to the beach. What is really? That? What is that? It's Don Cesar. It's a great, big, famous uh, hotel. Been around oh. for forever, and uh, and in college we thought that was a good place for us to hang out. Couldn't walk in the yeah. front door. We couldn't leave, go in the front. We couldn't yeah. leave the front door, but we did get <laughs> well, you got out. You probably have to have money to come in the front door. That's a problem. And a little bit more than money. There's other issues we were missing as well. But hey, let's get back to Jerry and Whack and Chase here. So on on the show, just uh, Jerry, what do you what do you need help with your golf game? What, what can Jay help you with? Oh, what what do I not need help with? I mean, I, I've been a mess my whole life in golf. I mean, what this show just lasts an hour, and then we ain't got time for all this, have we? <laughs> well, we'll cut you off, Jerry, when we need to cut you off. But uh, if there's one thing that kind of gets under your craw or that kind of sets up the other issues and challenges in the game, what is it? What do you need help with? Shifting my weight forward. I, I'm always on my back foot, and then I swing my arms to catch up, and it causes a whole mirror of problems. Now, know? that is a great question. So is Jay's, that is a great question. So now we got to ask the key questions to give Jay the information beyond that that he can help you with. So one of the things we, uh, we like to ask is, what's your favorite golf story? What's, what's great, something great that happened in golf for you or something that was really, I don't know, traumatic that happened in golf for you? Oh, well, playing's traumatic. I guess, I guess, I guess, I guess there's that. Got to narrow you know, it down here a little bit. You got to narrow it down a little bit. I don't know. I've had, uh, I've had a lot of fun. I've played, uh, I, you know, I got to play on, on the course at uh, Augusta a few years ago. That was wow. probably my best day of golf oh, ever. 75 yeah. degrees. It was a beautiful walk. It's absolutely the holy grail of golf. And I, I guess that would be my, mo- my fondest golf memory is walking and playing at a, at the uh, Augusta Country Club. Jerry, what was what was the um what was your biggest takeaway uh, um you know cuz Augusta is it is a holy grail. I mean, what is, yeah. is there one thing that sticks out in your mind from that experience? Re- really two things for me. One was just how absolutely immaculate everything is manicured. It, it's absolutely beautiful and you see it on television and it's twice as pretty in person and then the elevation changes that you can't see on television when you're watching it. When you're walking it, you, you, the course is much more, they got much more elevation change than what you think it does when you're watching it on television. Jerry, the, the 10th hole is almost like a, you're skiing down there. It's so up and down. Yeah, and the same yeah, with exactly. 18. I, I felt exactly the same experience. I'm, I cannot believe how much elevation change there is just on the golf course 
in general, yeah. and then the greens were just oh, they're so insane. they're so fast. That they're like pat, they're like putting on concrete for me because I'm I'm used to stuff that's much much slower, you know. So it was <laughs> just watching them go from one side to the other. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> you know? stop that ball! I get yeah, so, exactly. So, exactly. So, so Jerry, a little bit more info for uh, for Jay to help uh, figure this out for you. So what do you shoot? What if you have a handicap? You if you know it, or or what do you what do you generally shoot? Yeah, I'm I'm about a, I'm about a twenty. I'm about a twenty, so I'm going to shoot you know really low nineties. Once in a while, I'll get lucky and get an eight in front of it, but not very often. You know, get a, get an eighty nine or something, but ninety two somewhere in there. So, you know, I'd really like to get it down in the eighty two, eighty fives. You know, that would be like the perfect day for me. You know, does it, does the uh, struggle that you have is it mostly off the tee, Jerry, or is it throughout the bag? Just the the whole weight shift thing and getting to your left. Oh, it's it's throughout the bag. I can even manage to do it on a putter. <laughs> That's I gotta think about that for a second. Right I gotta think about how the heck he pulls that one off. <laughs> well, you know, there's there's a guy. There's consistency for a guy right there. You right. gotta love that. There so you go. you, there you go. not if when you fix Jerry here, just imagine when he's doing all that right with that weight shift. How that's gonna uh, creep out, creep throughout the uh, the whole bag. So what's we got? What get other there. sports did you play, Jerry? Did you did you play any other sports? Did you play any baseball? Did you? Yeah, that's what's well. That's what's frustrating. I've played, you know, everything. I've been sports my whole life. I've ran track. I did. I did uh, uh, basketball. I did baseball. I, I don't necessarily know that I was all good at good at any of them, but no, I did no, them all. None of your back, your back foot, yeah. you were any good at. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's what's so bad. Everything else, you know how to shift your weight. It's automatic, and you get a golf club in your hand, and you you completely your brain just locks up. Well, that's know? a great point because Jay will talk on this, and he he relates it to pitching as well. You're initiating the action. You're in those other sports other than a pitcher in baseball but pretty much any of the other positions and it's kind of being initiated for you but when you're starting that action that's that's part of this piece and you can get kind of frozen in there so maybe he can kind of give you a little kickstart. well what else we need to ask jay you got any off the top of your head or are you ready to solve if no. you, if i can see the wheels turning he always likes to solve and now he's got good information are you ready you got a couple yeah, more questions no i think i think i can we can we can go to solve there's a couple of things that um uh, Jerry, how, how tall are you? Are you, um, you know, when you hit a drive, how far does your drive go? Wait a second. Uh, how, far, how tall is having to do with how far he is? Yeah, yeah, what's that got to do with anything? What is yeah. it? How about those little guys on tour that are hitting, like, uh, Rory uh, McElroy's hitting I'm 350? I'm not talking to Rory, am I? I'm talking to Jerry Yeah, but I, I want to understand the damn question. Well, just sit down and shut up for a minute, and <laughs> the answer will be uh, will be given to you. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm, uh... <laughs> All right, I'll answer your question. You remember I'm, the question, I'm, Jerry? You remember the question? I don't remember I'm, it either, Jerry. I'm, I'm six three, and I uh, I hit it a, a little over two hundred yards on a good day. Okay, so that's what what I want to know because when 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 you played baseball, where'd you hit in the order? Where where did you bat? Did you bat in the top five, or did you hit more towards the? Uh, oh, you were you were supposed to get the bat. Yeah. <laughs> this, this reminds me of uh, what was that guy's what's that, Brian, what's Brian, Brian what's, yeah. what's Brian's name oh my what's that comedian's uh, name I don't remember but I've never laughed so hard we Brian heard Reagan Brian, Brian Reagan Brian Reagan yeah yeah, yeah they were taking the they were taking the bubble gum out of my <laughs> pocket too right. I'm just, I'm just Brian Reagan <laughs> Jerry knows Brian Reagan I think Brian said you know when he came to bat that the outfielders came in so far from their position that one of them took the gum out of his pocket. Yeah, bubble gum right out of his pocket. That's right. That's right. So, 
No, I uh, you know I don't remember. I don't yeah. remember Jay. That's been that's been forty years ago. Right, you know, that's right. a long time well, ago. Here's, here's <laughs> what I was getting to though. Um, loading up. So so part of the whole issue with what you have is is going to be the way that you load up your backside. It's the the body moves in in interesting ways, and if you don't load up properly on the backside, you're not going to be able to get through properly on the front side, meaning your your left side. And why I asked you about baseball, if you were at all a power hitter in baseball, there you would know what it feels like to load up that that backside. The lower body in a, a baseball swing and the golf swing is so, so similar. And so, Jerry, the way I'm going to try to help you here is that we got to get your weight shift back first. And what that looks like is your right knee stays stable. It doesn't move laterally. And your right uh, uh, butt cheek kind of goes almost back behind you to load up. It doesn't go you don't have any sort of sway or lateral motion. Okay, so that's what it's going to look like at the top of your swing. Your hips are going to be rotated a little um, towards the right part of the ball. My man Pearlie is laughing so hard, Jerry. I don't know if um, you can hear that or not, but it's a tiny bit distracting for me. <laughs> anyway, I, I don't even know if this is going to work now. But it is my I'm show. I'm trying to get the, I need, I'm I'm trying trying to get the image of loading up the butt cheek and all that. Jerry, can you do radio? <laughs> can you do radio? Jesus. All right, so. Um, but as you load up, so that just as it's getting weight shifted into your, your right hip, and then as you go through, that the the um, the um, your hips are going to turn, man, almost as quickly as you can, and you're going to put weight on your left foot, and your right foot is. My partner is leaving the studio. He's leaving the studio. He's off his chair. Oh man, sorry to uh, give give you that image. He's uh, not helping me with this with this all. But what I'm what I'm trying to get to is that you're going to address the ball with weight fifty fifty on your right foot and left foot. As you make your turn back, you're going to get probably ninety percent of weight on your right knee in your right hip as you turn and you load up. Okay, and then the first thing you got to do, Jerry, with the with your hands and everything still up behind your right ear in the top of your backswing, is you start turning. So you start shifting your weight from your right foot to your left. So you're going to change those weight numbers and go from 90% on your right to, um, to, to 10% on your left at the top of your swing. You've got to change those, and you're going to go 90 on your left and 10 on your right, and your hips are going to come through turning as quickly as you possibly can. Jerry, if you can YouTube Rory McElroy with his driver swing, it is the perfect model today he is the ideal guy to watch and watch how his hips move the problem is like you like pearly said he's five foot seven or five foot eight you're six foot three dustin johnson would be another one to watch because you might be able to relate a little more to him because he's a little taller and a little uh more uh uh, lanky. But Jay, when 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 you're missing some shots, and then you, the guy tells you to really load it up, get everything really back there, and be real aggressive, if you will, and complete that backswing. That's just hard to do because the confidence is low, and you're right. thinking you go all the way back there, you might miss the dang golf ball. Right. You what you need to do is you try this on the driving range. But what th- there has to be a mindset that comes with this because this was going to be the last thing that I add to this, Jerry. Is you've got to almost give up. 
and this is hard for us. You got to give up control. You feel like, oh man, this thing might go flying, you know, in places I I don't even know where, and you're gonna have to yeah. go. So what? Oh, that's what my golf coach uh, that I, that I've used tells me. You got to give up control to get control, and. That don't compute for me. Nah, no. <laughs> Are you kind of a control guy in life a little bit, Jerry? Maybe maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> well, Jay and I are as well, we so are we can too. certainly relate to that. That You, you got the right who, – who do you get lessons from? Is there anybody we would know? Uh, Mike Monsell is who I, oh, who I use you know Mike when, when, I, when, yeah. I can, when I can catch him. He's, he's absolutely great and a lot of fun and lots of great stories. Now, Jerry, too. he'll talk to you a lot. I know Mike Monsell. I've had a lesson from him. He's fantastic. He'll talk to you a lot about the biomechanics of the uh, pitching and batting and the golf swing. And, and Yeah, the, and honestly, everything you've just told me is stuff that, that him and I have been going over and we're working on it and, and uh, it's getting better. It's getting better. Well, you got to start I, listening. I spent, year, I spent, I spent start, years doing it wrong. You, you, know, gotta, so. you gotta start listening. You got Jay telling you that. You got Mike Monsell telling you that. It's time to start yeah. just doing it. Yeah, it sounds so easy, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, when you don't have a club in your hand. Mike, no. Mike Monsell's all about linkage. Remember, he's yep. all about linkage, yeah. and it's all about the biomechanics, and he's good. He's, he's real really good. good. He's real good. Yeah. Jerry, yeah. this is how we end the show. We really appreciate you calling in. If the information you got on Whack and Chase helps you, then tell everybody where you got it. Jay and John helped you. If it doesn't help you, tell them we never met. Okay, I'll do it, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. Thanks so much. Good. All right, Thanks good talking to you. Have a great day. Thanks, Bye-bye. Uh, the Whack and Chase is really getting fun. We really enjoy the calls. Please keep the calls and emails coming in. And um, that's going to wrap up the show. That's um, going to do it for this version of Golf with Jay Delsing. Pearly, thanks for being with me. Love it, Jay. Thank you. Me, thanks for keeping us together. Whatever the heck you're doing, keep doing it because we enjoy it. And um, hit them straight, St. Louis. That was Golf with Jay Delsing, brought to you by Whitmore Country Club. Tune in next Sunday for more from Jay, John, and the other pros and experts from the golf world. In the meantime, you can find all of Jay's shows at 101ESPN.com, as well as at jdelsinggolf.com. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors, We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.